Hello, hello, hello. Yo, what's happening, y'all? Welcome to Room 903. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, what's up with y'all? Uh, it's your boy, Big Stephen Building. Um, I'm out here with the fellas. What up, what up? It's your boy, King Nick. The Saint, a.k.a. Saint Nick. The king. It don't matter what you call me. They both mean the same thing. How y'all doing, beautiful people? AKA, my head looks like a crinkle fry. Hey, I'm a sexy crinkle fly. It's Jason out of here. Ready to get this started. All right, fellas. How was y'all week? It was eventful. Uh, was stupid. People just, I don't know. People have been trying me this week. And and the and the last one. He was just been trying me. I don't know why. It was because I've been more irritated lately. He was just been trying me. Yeah. I'm at I'm at work, right? I work in a hotel at night, and this dude came back down, upset at his receipt. He's like, "Hey, this isn't right. Like, what's wrong with it? Well, it was y'all charged me more than what's on here. Oh, well, that was the deposit. Well, why is it not uh, on there? I need a receipt that reflects." The same, like everything that's been charged. Well, sir, we don't really charge this, but well, I need a receipt that reflects that. And what's this business thing? Why does it say leisure? What? Well, sir, we either say business or leisure. Well, the guy asked me if I was here on business or leisure, and I just said, why does it matter? Goodness gracious, does <laughs> Sir, we have to put, well, no, I want a receipt that, uh, that says information that I need. I need you to put Charles something business. Uh, I can't do that. It's either leisure or business, but I can get you an. That's receipts, correct? Then he literally ripped it up in front of us. Shh, shh, I need another receipt that reflects. I was like, bro, okay. So, you know what I did? I decided to print out the exact same receipt and place it under his door again. That's what I did. That made me feel good. But yeah, <laughs> you must be stupid. I don't know. John, what what was so eventful about this week, bro? My car got stolen. What the Oof. fuck? Oof. <laughs> hey, my story. That's not funny, bro, but, but what the fuck? Yeah, it got stolen. Um, kind of irresponsible on my part, but, you know, it happens. I just realized that, you know, from now on, be a little bit more careful to, about your surroundings because right now people are being haters. Um, I know everything will work out in the end, but for now, I just, you know, I take it a day at a time and figure out what my next move is. Well, bro, I'm sorry to hear that. It's all good. Um, well, uh, I guess let's get into this episode, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how to transition out of that. Like, <laughs> well, well, on, a, on a lighter note, I got back from a wedding today. So, yeah, yay. Man. So, yay, love. Uh, yay, love. <laughs> Hooray, love. I guess. I don't. <laughs> um, 
So let's let's see what's on the refrigerator, y'all. Alright. So check this out. So we have some stories from Florida. So it appears to me that um chicken is life, right? Could have sworn ball was life, shopping was life, music is life. Apparently chicken is life. So a woman in Florida um, decided to pull up to a Popeye's um, butt naked and decided to relieve some tension of herself. Now, <laughs> of, of course, uh, she was picked up by the police, right? And they did send her on her way. Um, however, that's not where the story ends because um, Missy Ma'am decided to go back um, to that very same Popeye's um, in the exact same way with the exact same language. So we have this, you know, butt naked woman again at Popeye's trying to get some chicken, but she's not with any clothes on. And I could have sworn, you know, signs say no hat, no shirt, no shoes, no service. And ma'am, you don't have any of that. So after which, of course, the uh, police went ahead and picked her up. And now she's uh, in jail. And where hopefully they pin her clothes on her um, instead of just, you know, handing them to her. Next. Um, it seems like she just doesn't need chicken in jail. That's, that's all. Yeah. 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 Uh, next question. Uh, next, not question, but next, next uh, story comes from Florida again, right? Surprise, surprise. Apparently, um, on a golf course, um, there are dinosaurs still running around. Um, a big, huge crocodile um, decides to... It's not uh, a crocodile, crocodile. An alligator. An alligator. Right. <laughs> no, I, I keep thinking of the same thing. They're not. I, it, it was a monster. If you look it up. <laughs> crocodile on a golf course. And I promise you, when you see this thing, it's, it's, it's not human. It's not an animal. It's, it's an animorph. That's what it is. It's an anamorph. Um, it is a big football player, a burly football player, um, who decided he wanted to take a stroll on a Florida golf course. That thing is huge. God yeeted it from heaven and back down to hell, and Satan said, no, I don't want this in here, and he just made it sent it here. So, yeah, we got to deal with, with that. So, hey, 2020, everybody. Um, next. Coronavirus, dinosaurs. I don't know, man. Florida is a weird place, man. <laughs> Florida is, is, is definitely a weird place. I, I promise you that the craziest people live in Florida. And I'm just literally any story you tell me, any, any story at all that's crazy, it's obviously from Florida. It's going to be my first guess. I mean, it's, it's never been wrong before. Um, that, that's, that's really all I, I have for um. Uh, the uh, refrigerator. What, what else? What else we got? Y'all got some uh, some news? Because the the, the, the alligator just took me out. I, I, I couldn't look at anything anymore. Well, uh, this week, over this week, um, the off season free agency for the NBA has started, and everything. There's been a lot of movement. In the NBA, a lot of people going different places. Uh, Chris Paul to the Phoenix Suns. That that's a pretty good trade, man. 
Mm-hmm. They also got um uh Adel A A Adel Natter um along with him, so that's pretty good. We don't know who that man is. Not really. <laughs> See how long it took you to say that man's name? It's it, it's. I'm sorry for butchering your name, sir. I just I just can't say it. But it's the alligator. I'm okay. microphone. But hey, uh, the Lakers got Paul Casal. Yeah, we, no, we looking Mark, at him. No, no, Mark. Paul. Mark. Right. Mark was a, look. We got a Casal. We got a Casal, and we looking at another ring. That's what. I, that's what I see. I Running. see another ring in our future. Yep. Facts. I don't know about that, but hey, you know that's neither here nor there. Um, y'all just blew up y'all team. Honestly, that's. We did. Oh, so. <laughs> I mean, we also got uh, Alfonso uh, McKinney and Jordan Bell. Yep. Um, y'all got Mark, um, is it Mark L. Whatever. Y'all got the reigning sixth man of the year as well. Um, it's not going on over there. We here. Like, yeah. we, like I said, we, we cannot get a ring. Uh, the Clippers picked up Serge Ibaka. Ooh, now that, that's pretty dope. Yeah, man. So, that's cool. Uh, Gordon Hayward's going to the Pacers. Okay. Who's in the Pacers? Well, that's the thing, right? Uh, they might. They haven't moved him yet. Victor Oladipo is still there, but they've been talking about moving him. So, mm-hmm. mm. wait, no. Wait, did Gordon Hayward go to the Pacers, or did he go to? Hold on, let me make sure before I tell y'all wrong. Yeah, he went to the Pacers. No, they're saying he was going to the Hornets. I don't know. They're <laughs> going down to Charlotte. Hey, but in other news, it looks like the Thunder has kind of lost a lot of its, its real reigning oh, stars. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the Thunder, Even I believe the, the last, gone. everyone is gone. Like they said, they are restarting everything. Um, Steven Adams has gone to the Pelicans. I believe that was the last one from. Um, What's it called? The the Westbrook era is what I want to call it down there uh, in the Thunder in OKC. So yep. now it looks like they're getting ready to start um, a rebuild. Yeah, a, re- a rebuild because they got a lot of uh, first around picks uh, coming through. Um, looks like they got a projected second round pick coming in 2025. So, yeah, Thunder looking they're looking to play the long game here um, in terms of uh, the NBA. So. This is it's gonna gotta keep watch on 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 them. Should should be very interesting. Yeah, but you know what is great? Melo still has a job. He resigned yes, he with for, for for another year. Nice, nice. Melo deserves it. Melo does it. He do. He do. Where where where, where is Melo? I I keep forgetting where, where he at. He's important. Okay. Back in Portland. 
Man, they they put my man on on a on a winning team, man. He is on a winning team. Portland's a winning team. They just there's well, a lot. I, I was saying he should go to the Lakers, but no, but but, but no. yeah, okay. Portland's that, cool, I guess. They had the Lakers had their chance. Okay, the person that could have made that happen didn't make that happen. LeBron easily could have got Melo onto the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Fred Van Vliet is now officially the highest paid undrafted player after signing a four-year deal, 85 million. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he deserves it. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is staying with the Kings. And they gave him 163 mil for five years. A lot. <laughs> that is That's a lot. Cool. That he earned it. Yeah. And I mean, there's still moves to be made. There's still time to make moves. We also had the draft um, come up, and Lamelo went third to Hornets. The Hornets. And I think that's exciting because, like, LaMelo doesn't have the same um, hurdle that Lonzo had, hurdles Lonzo had when he came into the NBA. He's not on a team where all the eyes of the world are on him, for one. Mm -hmm. And for two, his father – this time around has largely took a back seat to everything. He ain't out here in front of everybody trying to say something to everybody. Uh-huh. So, you know, this, this... We'll see how the season shakes out. A lot of new rookies, a lot of Moves by Mavericks stayed largely the same, though we did lose Seth Curry, which kind of makes me sad. Wait, we lost Seth? We lost Steph? Is Steph injured? No, I said Seth. Oh, Seth. Okay. And what do you mean, we? You are a Lakers fan. Go away. He <laughs> said <laughs> go away. Hey, look, I, I thought I thought that was, was an extra chance. They already lost Clay. That's I said, hey, right? it's done. How unfortunate. Oh yeah, that was a super unfortunate thing. Clay having an AC before the season even starts, your season is over. That's mm-hmm. that, that is rough. That's, That's got to be a shame. Clay, you know what? We're being perfectly honest about it. A player the caliber Clay Thompson. Anywhere else would have got a better shake at the deal, but there was there's been like a lot of things that have happened where it's just like Clay should be in a better place than where he is, and he's in a good place. Don't get me wrong, but the fact that he couldn't get the supermax because people didn't want to vote him on through any all NBA teams when he clearly deserved to be on an all NBA team. That's some tough shit, man. Mm. 
But Clay will be all right. He'll come back, and hopefully he'll come back stronger next year, I guess. It can happen. Yeah, it can. Um, I still wouldn't suggest people not to sleep too heavily on the Warriors. I don't know if they're a championship contending team this year. For real, for real. I do know that they are a spoiler team at the very least. Uh, But, of course, my Mavericks are still here. We're still out here. We're waiting. You know, <laughs> Why? we're in the wings. We're watching you, all of you. Prepare to make sure that y'all understand that uh, we're ready for a championship, right? We are. We're ready. KP uh-huh. is going to take the first part of the season off, like a little bit of the season off. So he can stay healthy. And if as long as we are healthy throughout the whole year, watch out. Do you think this low management thing is getting out of hand with the NBA? Um, so because you hear more about the superstars taking games off to rest up for the playoffs. And to me, that's kind of counterproductive to the fans because some fans may not be able to afford a game, uh, yet alone a whole season. And then when you sit out a game, you kind of like mess that up for those those future basketball players who can't wait to see their favorite player. It's like, no, nah, I'm tired. I want my knees to rest. I'm like, but you're here to play. The game is a rigorous game. <laughs> like, you know, on, and normally I'm here with you, John. I want to see all the players play Every game. I want you to – if you can't play the game, that's a different story. But if you just aren't playing the game because you need to rest, then I don't know. But at the same time, I also understand that the NBA schedule is grueling. And, I mean, we we're talking about this year it's going to be 72 games, but on a regular basis, these guys are playing 82 games traveling, doing back-to-backs, all types of shit. And this ain't like baseball, where, yeah, it's a whole bunch of games in baseball, but they're not... They're not, like, working the same way. Like, Yeah, because... Go ahead. I was going to say, you could have a, a whole inning in baseball where nobody gets a hit, and everybody is just kind of standing around. Yeah. The only person that's really working is the pitcher. Um, but with basketball, you're running up and down the court for – An hour, basically. Yeah. And for anybody who's like basketball is in a contact sport, they haven't never they've never actually played basketball, obviously. Because people collide in basketball all the time. Things happen in basketball all the time. You playing 
defense on the best players in the world, and you have to stop them from getting to the hoop. You have to stop them from getting to a place where their shot works, cutting people off from passing lanes, all of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, normally I would be like, no, I want to see everybody play, but now I've been thinking more about it, and I'm like, I understand load management. I get it. Now, I will say that in a sense they're taking it too far. I think that they take too many games off. Like, you can't be taking a whole quarter of the season off. Yeah. Maybe 10%, but a whole quarter. Like, some of these guys are playing up to, like, 35% of the season off, man. Like, and when you get – you take – you take a look at a player like who actually should be load managing a little bit more, like LeBron. LeBron still almost plays in every game. He might not play hard in every game. He still plays in every game, though. So, yeah, I kind of agree with Steph. I think. I don't think it should be a long break, but I definitely think a, if you feel like a break is necessary, I think you should do it. Because in sports, like, well, people don't understand is if you don't have something else going for you, once, like, you get injured, like, that's it, you know? And, I, and I'm sure a, a lot of uh, players, they would prefer to play for a long time um, or as really as long as they can. And if – one way to make sure the longevity of, you know, my playing um, in the NBA and, you know, getting a check um, is required for me to rest, you know, for a a little while, then I think that that's fine. You got to take care of your body. You know, uh, I had a theater teacher that said the body never lies, right? And if your body is saying that you need rest, um, it's it's not lying to you. It's not trying to trick you into, like, going to sleep. It's saying, hey, I'm tired. You know, or, hey, I'm in pain. You know, let's, t- let's take a break. You know, I think it's very important that we listen to our bodies. Um, but I also do agree with you, John. Like, you are here to play. right? Like this, and, and to what Steph said, this is a contact sport. Um, so I don't think if he needs to take a break, I, you know, let him take, you know, the necessary time. But I wouldn't – I would hope that it's not so long that – yeah, I, I just hope it's not, it's not too long. I, I think I think a rest is necessary just – just don't overdo it. Yeah. Um, all right. And now we're going to go ahead and get into our niggas and flies for today. And, you know, it's, it's also a part of the news a bit. But one thing that we've been talking about a lot is um, – the election, you know, um, the election with the election finally being over, um, and for the past three weeks since the election has been over, they've been the uh, 
Trump administration and members of the Trump administration have continued to make the transition difficult for uh, President-elect Joe Biden and his team. Um, well, I think it was yesterday or today. I be- no, I believe it was yesterday. Um, the transition team finally has been has acquiesced to allow Joe Biden to begin his transition into being president. Now, our niggas and flies this week will be focused on the people who continue to believe that just because Joe Biden is president-elect, that he has some uh, measure of power at this very moment right now. Guys, he's the president-elect. He does not become the president until inauguration day when he is sworn in like the rest of the officials. Just because you win the election does not mean you instantly jump right in. And a lot of you would know that shit if you would take the time out, take a deep breath, pull your head out of your ass, and Google the shit. Or pay attention in your government classes in high school. Or just paid attention in general, but you don't. And you continue to talk about conspiracies and things like that against Trump and everything. And really... I'm going to just say this, and this is probably controversial, but honestly, half of y'all are towing your party line and just don't want your taxes to go up. And the other half of y'all who have absolutely any no reason to worry about your taxes going up just want your racist hall pass out here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that's, that's sincerely how I feel about it. Because it's like, you got when you got Donald Trump in the office, you got somebody that's going to tell white nationalist groups that there were good guys, bad guys on both sides. That are that he's going to he's going to get y'all and mobilize y'all and have y'all in a moment where y'all like where he's saying stand back and stand by, where you feel empowered to do whatever you want to do because your president will allow you to do that shit. We off that time now. We off that shit now. You need to move on and move forward with your life. Just like we got to move on and move forward with ours. So to all of you we're out here acting like idiots. <laughs> Get up. 
get a hobby. Do something else with your lives. And understand that this world got to continue to move on and we got to move forward. Ain't nobody trying to be trapped in the same mindset in the same place as they've been for the last four years. And I don't even, if we being real about it, I don't even understand why y'all want to be here anyways. We're in a pandemic that is not going away. It just keeps getting worse. Yeah. And we could have handled it. We could have did more about it. We could have worked harder on it if we had a leader that was willing to be honest and ready to actually deal with the issue. Instead, we had a leader that continued to want to pat himself on the back when somebody said something that was slightly not as bad about him as the day before. Mm -hmm. Somebody that was so egotistical that he continued to make empty-ass promises to people when he knew what the fuck was really going on. He knew how dangerous this virus was. He knew how deadly this virus was. Instead of mobilizing people earlier and not and trying not to politicize this this situation, he chose to lean right into it, make wearing a mask uh, a bipartisan issue instead of just being a thing that's supposed to help keep everybody safe. It's unfortunate at this point. Extremely. And the Biden-Harris administration is going to have a lot of work to do. They got a lot of things ahead of them. But that's going to be it for niggas and flies. All right, and we're going to go ahead and get in the couch talk, guys. Um, so the conversation that we're going to have tonight about is just we, we want to talk a little bit about toxic masculinity and the fragility of masculinity as well. Um, you know, just to give some background. Earlier this year, there were a few tweets making the rounds, of course. Um, one of those tweets that were making the rounds was this girl. She came out and said that if she went out with God, with a God, and he ordered water with lemon in it. That makes him not manly or gay or something like that. I don't know. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, another tweet that made the rounds was 
A man should not order dessert when he goes out to eat. He should not order dessert to go out and eat. And this is from another man or a woman saying this? From a woman. This is another thing from a woman. Um, What kind of... If he orders dessert, he's gay or something like that. He's at least, at the very least, he's suspect. Um, So, what? (laughs) And even more so, like, even something more so recent, a little bit more personal for me. uh, I was talking to a coworker the other day, and basically he was telling me that him and his brother and a friend of theirs were talking. His friend brought up some weird shit. This is super weird. Um, and he was like, his friend was like, yo, you either do one or two things in the shower, you know, you either jack off or sing in the shower. His brother, my coworker's brother, got super defensive. And he was like, I don't sing in the shower. And I was like, Mm. <laughs> well, we know what you do. We know what you do in the shower, then apparently. But also, <laughs> why are you so upset about singing in the? Well, what's wrong with singing in the shower? And when I asked my homeboy about it, he was like, "Man, I don't know. I sing in the shower, but I don't sing in public. You know, that's that's friendly. That's not manly. That's, that's not manly. Whatever." I was like, "What does?" Singing in public have to do with being a man. Nothing. And, and you know, there's plenty of examples like this all around us and stuff like that. And personally, I'm not going to say that I'm above it all. I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm not going to sit here and act like I've never exhibited traits of toxic masculinity I'm not going to pretend like I've never exhibited traits of having that fragile mentality about my masculinity but I'm also willing to be out here and say that um, none of that shit is linked to my masculinity yo at all (laughs) Like, and and I just and I thought that yo, let, let, I mean, I was like, yo, let's let's really have a conversation about this, man. Like, like, where are y'all at with the toxic masculinity? Where are y'all at with it? Where are y'all well, at? With for me, I need to know what the true definition is before I just start expressing myself in in terms of it, because what specifically is toxic masculinity okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna look up masculinity right Uh, let's let's get the definition of masculinity first right uh definition of masculinity is qualities or attributes regarded as characteristics of men. Okay. Now, toxic masculinity is a cultural concept of manliness that glorifies stoicism, strength, virility, 
and dominance. And that is socially... Toxic. Huh? I said, that's toxic? Well, that's the thing. Uh, well, let me finish real quick. Okay, I'm sorry. And in that is socially maladaptive or harmful to mental health. Okay. So, like, so, like, um, one thing, like, like, there, there's lots of ways of toxic, that, that toxic masculinity affects our lives on a daily basis, right? Like, for example, the fact that, um, men, aren't referred to as hoes while still still exhibiting the same behavior that they bestow upon women when they refer to women as hoes. Mm -hmm. All being, all all the whole talk is supposed to be about being sexually um, promiscuous and everything. And, you know, it's a bunch of men that are going to high-five you if you didn't fuck five chicks in a week. But turn around and a girl says that she fucked five dudes in a week and all of those men will still dog her out or, or you know, all types of things. Um, there's also misogyny, you know, homophobia, violent domination. You know, just just attributes that go along with taking your masculinity too far. I, I think that is the most um, I think that's the best way I can def- describe it. When you take your mas- when your masculinity goes above and beyond what it actually is. I mean, in certain situations, I can understand it. Um, I think it just depends on who it comes from because their opinion of toxic masculinity, quote-unquote, is like can be obscure like it can be just their definition um yes i do understand the double standard of you know if a guy hook up with five different girls in a week versus a woman like to be perfectly honest it's it's yeah it just honestly just depends on who's saying it like who's wanting to tell you my masculine my masculinity should be a certain way so whose standards basically you know who standards, well, who standards am I supposed to follow? Well, well, I I I also looked up a, a definition on toxic masculinity, um, and masculinity and, and stuff. Mine, mine is worded a little bit different than yours. I'm not saying that yours is wrong. Um, no, it's, it's just no. it's just worded different. Um, so masculinity, we also call manhood or manliness, uh, is a set of attributes, behaviors, and roles associated with boys and men. Um. It is a distinct definition from a biological male sex and both males and females can exhibit masculine traits. So both, so uh, uh, something that uh, I heard uh, 
reading, not reading, um, listening to a talk show podcast or type uh, beat or is that masculinity and femininity and femininity is an energy, right? Um, so uh, putting a pen on that real quick. So toxic and masculinity um, is a narrow and repressive description of manhood. Designated manhood as defined by violence, sex, status, and aggression. Um, it's the cultural ideal of man is where strength is everything, while emotions are weakness, where sex and brutality are yardsticks by which men are measured, uh, while supposedly feminine traits, which can range from emotional vulnerability to simply just not being hypersexual, are uh, the means by which your status as a man can be taken away. So, so the the term toxic masculinity is often misunderstood and kind of misused. Um, not uh, and and when I say misused, I I say used too much, almost to an extent where like if you say it to somebody, it's just like it's, it can be used as insult, right? Because a lot of what we what is toxic now, right, is something that like you you've heard like boys boys would be boys, right? Yeah. Um, now we've heard that like growing up all the time, right? Just okay, well, he's a boy, he's just gonna that's just what he does. But in reality, a lot of people will tell you that's kind of toxic to say that because uh, some things it's like no boys will because you never hear oh, girls will be girls, it's like you don't hear that, you know what I'm saying? Like, pe people will correct something that uh, a woman a lot faster than, than they would a man, right? And I think that's where the toxicity comes in when pretty much like if you don't if you're not violent if you're not hypersexual and if you don't uh exhibit um the emo the emotion of anger on a regular basis um then you are not a man if if you um don't if you don't fight if you're not rough and tough or if you show emotions um then you are right, and, and cry then you're weak right and I have an experience with that because, like me growing up, I didn't, I, I, I still don't personally, and, and you know, I still need to work on that um, a little bit. But I don't, I don't cry. I don't like crying. I personally, I personally think it's, it's very weak. And when I'm done crying, I always feel, feel gross. Um, but, <laughs> but, but that, that's, that's, that's me though, and that, and that's, like me. Um, that's just how I grew up. Now, will I as will I tell my son or a, any future man like, oh, not cry because crying is weak? No, because at the end of the day, crying is still a release, right? Like there are some things that you can't, like just you, like you can't always hit your way out of something. Like some things that you just need to take like a good day and like, like or a good minute and like yo like like fam just cry, you know? Um, even if you if you even if it makes you feel icky afterwards, you know. Um, be, because you cried, because, and I think it's not the crying, I think it's the fact that people see me being vulnerable. And even then, that can be toxic too, because um, like like we said, um, being emotionally vulnerable um, is, is seen as not being a man, right? Now, I might not, I don't portray that myself to say that I'm not a, I'm being manly if I'm like being vulnerable. I personally just don't like that side of me to be shown to people um, in the grand scheme of, like, in certain situations, but even, but still, like, that can still be considered like toxic, toxic in a way. Um, now, like I said, I'm not going to be like teaching my son, like, hey, uh, or any other uh, 
young young man, like, hey, don't cry. Crying is is for the week, like, cause cause that's not it's not true, you know. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I don't think that. Um, that's necessarily a tough trait to have, Josh, because it's like no, no person really wants to show weakness if we just be one hundred about it. Like nobody wants to be out here exhibiting any form of weakness because nobody wants to feel like they're going to be taken advantage of. Because it said weakness, right? Uh, but I think that it would become toxic if, like you said, um, you were telling somebody else that they they need to do something different. They they can't they can't be the person that they're trying to be. Um, wow, they're crying or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, or if you tell them that they're weak and they need to suck their shit up, you know. Um, one thing in talking to a couple of friends of mine, a couple of lady friends of mine, that I found was a uh, was like a toxic thing that people didn't even realize they were doing, but later on they were like, oh, wow, um, is the phrase man up. Well, right? who says it? A man or a woman? Men and Everybody. Men, yeah, men and women say it. Now, depending on the context, I believe women say it out of malice, but... Um, but both both of them say it. Yeah. But that phrase on its own is like it I, I feel like it's very dismissive of people's emotions. Like you as a man can't feel pain or hurt or whatever. Enough pain or enough hurt that you feel like you need to let that shit out. Like that's that's very dismissive, and that's the wrong type of mentality to have. Mm-hmm. At least to me, I, I I I agree and disagree. I think the phrase "man up" can't. I think it can be used in in very weird and arbitrary ways that can you know attack. You know, a man's emotional state. Um, but I think if, because being a man, being a man is a mindset, right? Um, it's it's not it's not in, in any one physical action, but but it's 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 in your mind, right? Like you have to choose to be a man. Um, like men are men so, operate. We operate out of love. We uh, we are humble. Uh, we don't like we don't dishonor. Like we're, we're respectful right uh we we are made to be the, the decision makers whether that be in a marriage or in just in our own household right like we we are are, are made to, to be logical to think and when and when it, when i hear the term man up 
Like I wouldn't, I, I, I would prefer or even, I, I would use that in, in the content. Like if I see like someone who's supposed to be a man, right? Like they like what my age, right? Like our age, right? And they're doing like very like little boy stuff, like at stuff. Um, they're, they're just being disrespectful. They're popping off at the mouth and just, just doing any and every everything that, that just hits their mind. Like that, at that point, it's like, yo, man up. Like take care of your responsibilities, right? Men take care of the responsibilities. Boys push them off and blame other people for their transgressions. Men take, you know, the, their faults, their failures, and they learn and then they move on. Uh, boys will find a way to blame somebody else. And to me, that that's that's when you say, "Hey, yo, man up, right?" Um, yeah, because you, 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 you can't because you can't stay stagnant forever. Um, I was uh, talking to John a little earlier um, about how I'm like when it comes to a certain situation that gets you emotional. I take your day, right? Take your day to feel whatever it is you feel. Do whatever you need to do to um, handle that and manage your whatever emotion you are feeling because see men are also power but under control true right and emotions are power right ever seen like someone like just mad and they, they just get like like super strong out of nowhere right or or when you're just like sad and you just kind of like i don't know like like just you can't really like move or anything emotions are power right knowledge is power so it, with all that we, we have it under control and, and and when you're like being just like over over emotional, like when when you've taken that day, right? Like say um say some say someone broke your broke a window in your in your home, right? You can uh, and let's say it, it was your your kid, right? We're all dads, you know. Let's let's say your kid is like ten or, or five, right? And he just he, he he breaks your game system, not not a little bit. They break your game system. Right, like you could be mad, you know, take your day or whatever. But that that tomorrow, all right, it's time to let's make moves to either like fix this problem, or like or replace what was broken, right? Um, or simple, just like maybe you didn't get the job, or maybe some chick rejected you, right? Take your day, take your time, right? Do it, do it as you got you got to do, right? Or uh, if you lost your job, take your day, take your time. Uh, feel how everyone is you feel but tomorrow it's time to start looking for a new job tomorrow it's time to start doing the things that are going to uplift and move forward men are forward uh thinkers we're forward driven we keep going because that's all that we can do right like we don't have the love and protection and ju and just the a lot of opportunities that, that some women have right if you think about it a lot of the laws that are made here in america uh or in general are made for men right, to keep us, us in line, right, that's why the law favors women a lot more than it does us, because the law is made to keep us in line, um, in, in my opinion, I'd say, in, in my opinion, let me not say that as if it was fact, but in my opinion, the, the law is made to keep men in line, um, but, 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 but we're, not, we're not doing stuff like that, that's why I say, oh, it's time to man up, it's time to keep going, Right, because you can't sit here and just keep crying all the time. You can't sit here and and just stay mad. Like at some point, you need to get over this, right? Like it's okay to cry. 
but also get over that shit. You're a damn man. Like no one's gonna look to you to make a decision if you're overly emotional and you're crying. I'm not saying don't be emotional, but keep that shit under control. I mean, I I agree with you in the sense that if you take man up in that context, then it, yo, it's a whole different thing. Um, and yeah, you can't be overly emotional trying to make decisions. Um, I just think like, you know, it's a matter of recognizing yourself as a person, though. Like, being able to recognize, hey, I got these feelings right now. I got these problems right now. And it's like you said, Josh, you, you take your day with those, with those issues, those problems, those feelings, those emotions. And then you move to make to make your situation better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think, you know, as men, you know, we, we're supposed to be holding ourselves to a certain a certain degree of of focus um, and and sometimes I do feel like we miss the uh, we miss that we're so quick ready be upset. I mean, some people will argue that crying is a is a sign of strength because it shows your vulnerable side. Um, and me personally, I choose not to cry in a lot of situations, only because of that. Uh, the what Josh said it shows the weakness. I also feel that, like, I don't know, it's just the way that some of us were raised. There's no way we can't show weakness because then we are we are um for lack of a better word exploited you know there's a weak spot that's that or somebody can find out the weak spot in you the moment that they see you cry so they can use that against you you know yeah and that's what yeah. makes it unfortunate yeah um and 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 I know a lot of men um have and being vulnerable, um, and when it when it just comes down to women, you know, um, because just like men can be perpetrators of toxic masculinity, like we um, already said before, women can uh, be perpetrators of that too, and, and keeping that uh, like just just the toxicity around, um, like we already uh, said um, or mentioned, like masculinity, femininity, they can be seen as like a type of energy. Right, because we all exhibit traits of 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 masculine and and femininity, right? Um, 
women, uh, I know with some men, uh, when they vent, right, um, to their to their uh, significant other um, or girlfriend or what have you, um, a lot of the times when y'all get when they then they get into an argument, what that man told that woman in confidence then gets brought back and thrown in uh, his face, right. So, that it, so now he feels like he can't be vulnerable anymore, you know, maybe not with her, maybe not just with her, but just with any woman in general, because he's already experienced so many people like throw like what he was feeling back at his face. But if he were to do that, the same thing, he's yep. wrong. Yep. Right. Yep. And, he, yep. and he's and, he, and he's the bad guy and, and he shouldn't do that because he should know. Uh, how, like how emotions work and da 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 da. Well, in reality, he 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 now he's now confused and now he doesn't know how emotions work because apparently you're telling him that you can feel whatever you feel and it'd be cool, but I can't do that because now you're you're throwing you know what I told you in confidence back at me and then when I reciprocate that same fact now i have to double apologize so i gotta apologize for saying how i feel they gotta apologize for um for like not feeling not understanding how you feel like you you know how you know how weird that is like for for a man like to hear like that's, that's so damaging and that's why you have a lot of toxic um, acting men because they're 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 not used to ha- being vulnerable because they're they've been they've either been told or they've experienced that women just uh, a lot of women just don't care uh, about a man's emotions they they're self thinkers you know and I, I know I know I said it before and I I don't mean to insult anybody about this I mean if you're mad you're mad but women are selfish plain and simple. You know, there's an interesting thing about that. Um, not so much the women themselves. I'm glad that's that. Um, but more so about the understanding, like the emotional intellect of men. A lot of men don't understand, like as a product of toxic masculinity, a lot of men don't understand emotions. They don't understand how to deal with their emotions very well because the only emotions that they know that other men exhibit and are seen as I guess acceptable in a way to Mm -hmm. have are is anger and happiness and happiness isn't even really one of those emotions that men are allowed to feel like you can feel you can't necessarily feel happiness if that makes any sense yeah yeah um i mean i I agree you know um and, and even with the emotional intelligence, I even think a lot of it, I think men are, can be definitely, men are emotional beings, right? Yeah. And uh, I think we're more emotional than women, but we have control over our emotions because like I said, 
men are power under control, right? We've learned from a, from young ages to keep a, keep our emotions in check, right? Um, albeit sometimes it can lead to toxicity, like said case in point, this right here, um, not being able to be vulnerable in front of someone who you're really supposed to, you're supposed to be vulnerable to. Like it's almost expected that you are, but um, it's like, when, when you don't get that, then what do you do, you know? So now I have to be mindful of you, but you don't have to be mindful of me. That's the thing, though. Like, men don't understand those things, that, that feeling. They don't understand that feeling. A lot of men don't understand that feeling. And it's not their fault. It's not anyone's fault, really. But that's how men teach other men. And that's how women teach men how to be men. I don't think a woman should tell a boy how to be a man. I was funny. I was just on a uh, conversation about that on Facebook. Someone asked, can a woman uh, teach a, a boy how to be a man? And I said, no. Yeah, no, you can't. Being, being a man is a mindset. It, it's a, a woman has never been a man. So I, so and he's not lived, and she has not lived in a man's shoes. So she, she, she cannot t tell that boy how to be a man or how to operate or how to walk around this world um, and be a man. She can tell him how to be a good person. She can tell him how to treat a woman. Um, uh, she, she can teach him how to be respectful and um, that he should carry himself with respect. Right? But in terms of like, how to be a man and, and just what like true, um, just like I'm gonna say, true godly uh, manliness is, um, and not what the, what the what the world says a man is. Um, she can't do that, right? Unfortunately, um, I'm I'm a firm believer that that children, boys and girls, need both parents. Um, if not both parents, then uh, a figure of some kind in either realm, father figure, mother figure, whatever it is, um, they need both. Okay, so it's not not to say that oh you know you just need dad and that's it or you just need mom. It's like no, you need both. Period. And that's unfortunately some people don't have both, right? But, but they need both people because they need to see both sides. They need to, otherwise you get toxic masculinity. I'm in agreement with that. However, the problem with this is that we do live in a society where women are raising men. Women are raising boys by themselves on their own, and there's nobody else there to teach these young men how to be or what it means to be a man, yeah. what, it, what it means to deal with those emotions and feelings, or what it means to understand these things. There's so many young men that you and I, we know and we've experienced. I've experienced a lot of my life was being in a household full of women. Yeah. Um, my mom and my sister raised me for a large part of my life. Um, and while, yes, 
I was thankful. I mean, I, I, I thankfully had some male role models in my life. Um, the people that were there for most of my life were my mom and my sister. They were the ones that taught me how to live life for better or for worse. And yeah, in a sense, I've been hindered by that. There are, there are some things like that worry me in my own walk of being a man from living that life. Like when my son was born, I was extremely worried because while I saw some men being fathers, I didn't necessarily know how to be a father. I didn't understand it. And I was really super worried about messing up. I still am worried about messing up, if we're being honest about it. But um, the only thing that's keeping me going, like, I got to keep going for my son. Mm -hmm. And within that, I still worry that while... Um, trying to be the best father that I can be for my son and be the best man I can be for my son that because I wasn't raised around a bunch of men I didn't have that father figure that a lot of people did and I had to see those father figures like in a sense from from afar, I guess you could say, in a way, is like, like I, I had to look at my grandfather as my father figure, my great uncle as my father figure and stuff. But in those times, they weren't, they weren't on the same father level as like if you're looking at your dad be a father. Yeah, they're. They're raising it's different. kids. Their their kids are adults, and yeah, they still are there for their kids. They don't have to be there for them the same way I have to be for my son right now. Yeah, but but you know, I think it's okay to not know how to be a dad because, like my my dad was uh, a part of my life. Um, even though it was me. Uh, my mom uh, for a while uh, I was I'm actually blessed enough to have um, two sets of parents um, my dad uh, my stepmom respectively and my mom and my stepfather respectively um, and and to your point and, and even to your point stuff honestly like I, I've I've seen them be that I've seen uh, my dad be uh, my papa be dad to my sisters I've seen my dad obviously be dad to me I honestly still didn't like necessarily know how to be be a dad either, you know, e even with seeing how, how it is because I can't raise my daughter like I was raised, right? Because right. I was raised that, hey, t crying is bad, no crying. So if I raise her like that, then I'm telling her that crying is bad, which is not right, 
right? So I, th- I think it's okay to not necessarily know because uh, in parenting, we all try and figure it out. Like I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what, what the heck it is. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm blessed that these kids are alive now. Like they, they fed and clothed. So I must be doing something right. But I'm, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm still figuring it out uh, myself. And so I think it's okay to have that set of vulnerability and even to be honest about that bro i, I think it's definitely in a right, uh, step in the right direction um but i i just wanted to to make notice to make note of that um uh, and real quick let me one okay and you know this conversation is super deep and i think that we will have to revisit it a little bit more because there's so much there's many layers into the conversation we could be we could literally sit here and talk all night about it but we're not trying to do that <laughs> yeah i think this is definitely something that can uh, be touched on more and more but uh but yeah good good conversation no matter what yeah it's i agree nice. yeah. so um yeah that's gonna be it for couch talk i um, mean we're about to get about but before we do you know what time it is. Debate your mama, not me. Uh, fellas, y'all got to debate your mama, not me. I'm going to keep it short and quick. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, that's mine. That's mine. Yeah. Um, okay. Hello. Debate your mama, not me. Um, Bagels. Bagels. Uh, Let let me tell you about bagel, man. Okay. Debate your mama, not me. A good bagel, an amazing bagel, can be so much better than a donut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna sit here and and do this. You know. Good uh, hill did I have, buddy? Hey, man. Listen, I'm not saying that a bagel that the best bagel that I've ever had could beat the best donut that I've ever had. But I will say that a bagel will beat a lot of these chain donut places nine times out of ten, man. The only one that I'm like, it's not going to beat as far as the chain goes, it's Krispy Kreme. And that and that Krispy Kreme donut has to be coming out like hot and ready all, all day, every day. But um like bro, like a blueberry bagel or a ra- a cinnamon raisin bagel, bro. A cranberry bagel, a plain bagel, bro. Get you some cream cheese, maybe a little butter on it, man. Toast that motherfucker. It's good as shit, man. Yeah, I mean, bagels are good. <clears throat> I don't know about better than donuts. 
at all, or any time of day, but also a good bagel is definitely is definitely delicious. It can definitely hit it when you're hungry. You just do anything to put you on last Some butter, cinnamon butter. Ooh, yeah, man. Cinnamon. That's exactly what I'm talking about. The cinnamon butter, the cinnamon cream cheese and shit, bro. It's good. It's fucking mm. good. It's good as hell, man. Also, while we're on the subject of breakfast things, uh, waffles are better than pancakes. Don't want to hear any more debate about this shit. Waffles are better than pancakes. Pancakes are all right. Waffles are completely and utterly superior. All right? That, that is... I agree, well, but I actually don't disagree. Huh? I, I agree with you, but I also don't, but I do. I'm in a very progressive state. Like, that sounds like it's supposed to be correct. I don't, I don't feel like it is, but it sounds correct. <laughs> Yo, listen. Listen, Josh. Just think about waffles versus pain. You can have the same like any type of pancake that you want you can have that in a waffle you want a regular ass buttermilk pancake guess what you can have a buttermilk waffle you want a blueberry pancake guess what you can have a blueberry waffle a pecan pancake a pecan waffle a peanut butter pancake a peanut butter waffle you can put whatever you want on top of the waffles, like pancakes. But here's here's the kicker, bro. Unlike pancakes, waffles, because of the way that they are made, when you pour the syrup, when you put whatever you're going to put on top of it, you don't just have, like, the little cascading flow over your things. No, you have pools of what, you, what you're getting. You got a pool of it. I guess. John. Yeah, I get it. John. Yeah. You're going to tell, John, you of all people are going to tell me that pancakes are better than waffles. Pancakes and waffles are made of the same ingredient, just in a different form. Listen, but you're going to tell me (laughs) that pancakes are better than waffles. Again, debate your mama, not me. Pancakes are the same thing, just in a different form. Listen, though. Listen, would you rather have a pancake or a waffle? It wouldn't matter. I would choose both. Yes, it does. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not making this hard on you, yo. I'm not stepping out of the box and being like, would you rather have pancake, waffle, or French toast? Or anything like that. I'm not doing that shit to you. Personally, I feel like French toast is in, French toast has got its own little lane. Over it has its own side. role, you know. Yeah, yeah. French toast is a different is a different beast altogether. But when it comes to pancakes and waffles, waffles mm-hmm. are just better, man. Waffles are better. What makes it better? The crispy edges. You can make pancakes the same way. But they're not the same because pancakes don't have crispy edges all over it. 
Whereas waffles do that crunch, that chew, a perfect waffle you you cut into. And yeah, you're going to get a little crunch, but it's not tough. It's soft and flaky on the inside. And with the pool of syrup in the little square. I'm just saying, bro. And like you said, yeah, waffles can be any, like any pancake. Like I said earlier, any pancake that you can make, you can make a waffle out of. Okay, but waffles are just better. Waffles are just better, man. Waffles are better. I'm gonna go. I, I'll go out on them. Be real as fuck with you, fam. I'll go to the Waffle House any and every other day before I go to IHOP. Now that mm-hmm. might be just because I'm Southern or something like that, but. The fact of the matter is, bro, I would I prefer a waffle over a pancake. I think that waffles are way better than pancakes. I think that they are superior. And and that's not that's not gonna go anywhere for me. Sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It is what it is. You got one, John? Two K is trash. Hey man, that was almost my debate, your mama. Straight up. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually not gonna argue. Uk is absolute trash. Let me tell you why. Debate your mama, not me. So I bought two K maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, we should have waited until this week. They had it on. They got it half off. Yeah, I played it on my player. And I swear the AI on here is downright stupid. Oh, man. Man. (laughs) So when I'm playing now, I am playing with the Portland Trailblazers. I'm not playing with the Lakers because it's like an automatic win for me if I play with LeBron and AD. You know, I want a a challenge. When I tell you Damian Lillard can't score, when I tell you Carmelo Anthony can't score, Understanding it, this is my rookie year. I'm kind of trash. It doesn't matter. But it's no, no. it's kind of getting played out. 2K has kind of lost its edge. Um, they need a different, you know, re-up on this because what they're doing right now is is downright disrespectful to the game of basketball itself. Um, I would go back to live. However, that means I need to learn the moves again, which at this point I don't care and I don't mind. Debate your mama. Not me. 2K, hey, absolute trash. Like, I'm down, it's, 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 it comes down to, like, I'll skip the game right through the after. Because it's just not, it's not as bad, it's not fun. It's just like, like, the game itself, like, the AI, when you're on a team, I don't know what happens, but it's like, you, like, your
Torah it shouldn't make a single sense. It's just it's it's just a bad game. And they and they know they're gonna get your money, so they ain't even willing to adapt. They ain't even willing to change anything. This is why I said I don't buy the new 2Ks until I'm done with the first one. And honestly, John, I, I, I see what, what you're saying. Like, like, I, 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 Wait, what? I, I, I Josh, come closer you, to the mic. No, I understand why you do that is what I'm saying. That ma- it makes it makes so much sense. I'm so telling you, it's sense. a waste of my money. Because <laughs> a lot of people don't play it all the time. I mean, they don't um, – Finish the game all the time. They probably won one championship, wait for the next one, play online, whatever. But if it comes out every year and you didn't win a championship or do whatever, you basically giving EA Sports sixty dollars every year. It's not, it's not EA. It's not EA, John. It's two K. <laughs> it's two K. It's two K. Either way, said, either way, you 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 spending you buying a sixty dollars, sometimes even a hundred dollar game. Because let's let's be honest, the people who play a lot like or people like like, like me. I'm not fit to just. I'm not. I'm not fit go from sixty all the way to like ninety. I, that's just not how I, how I roll. Like, I'm that's the worst VCs, part about it, though. That's getting like, VCs to go to eighty, at least eighty or seventy something, but I'm not. I'm not going from from sixty all the way up. That's no. It's like dead ass trash. That's the worst part about it, man. Like the fact that you're playing the game and. In order to even be considered, like, like, get somewhere where your player is somewhat decent, somewhat really able to play and shit, like, you, you're going to have to shell out some money. You're going to have to put up some money. True. There's no, there's no other way for you to have the game and it be – and it and it feel any form, shape, or faction of competitive to you. You go. You're going to have to shell out some money. That's the problem I have. Yeah, I agree with it. Not, not, not John. I agree with it. I agree with John. Right. Yeah. Um, anything else, guys? No. Alright. Um, thank y'all again for showing up. Oh, but before we go, right, before we go, I wanted to shout out somebody real quick for y'all. Um, we know that the holiday season is coming up and people always need gifts. We want to shout out a good friend of ours. She was on the bonus episode, uh, Alexa. She has a brand. She makes candles. Uh, and that'll be, oh, hold on one second. I want to make sure that I give her the respect that she deserves. Uh, Shandos by Alexis. Um, right now she's having a sale, Black Friday sale. Uh, get twenty percent off of these candles. 
um, at Standells by Alexis Elizabeth.com. You can look her up on Instagram, Shandos by Alexis Elizabeth. And let me tell you something, guys. Uh, she got some nice sense on these things, man. She she has very nice sense. And I just wanted to put her out there. You know, we all supporting black businesses. Go support a black business. Go support one. She got candles. She got incense. She got incense holders. All types of things. Get one for you and your house. Get one for your mama's house. Get one for your baby mama's house. Get one for your grandmama's house. Whoever. Whoever you need. Get one for them. Look up Shandles by Alexis Elizabeth on Instagram. That's the website as well. Shandles by Alexis Elizabeth dot com. And that's Alexis spelled A-L-E-X-I-S. So, look up, get after But that's going to be it for us tonight, guys. Um, You know, you can always follow us at our at our page, Room 903 Pod. That's on Instagram. That's on Twitter. Once we get some followers, yo, listen. We'll do questions. We'll do your debate, your mamas, if y'all want us to. We, we're out here. Um, you can always find the fellas at... That's um, S-T-E-P <laughs> double underscore T-O-E. I'm on all major platforms. That's step up all major platforms. And John? Uh, Jason Nada uh, on Instagram. All right. And you can find me on the Instagram at Mr. Better Than That. You can find me at tw- on Twitter at Big Steph Standing. So, you know, uh, come out, follow us, hang out with us. And we really appreciate y'all again for coming through. We're thankful for y'all. Thanksgiving is coming up. Uh, please be safe. Um, wear your mask. If you can help it, have a Zoom Thanksgiving. These cases are going up. And we want to have a next year, y'all. We, we want to go out next year. We want to have a summer next year. We want to do stuff next year, man. And we just want y'all to also be safe, honestly. We want y'all to be safe. So be safe, be easy. Uh, take care of yourself. Drink some water. Peace. Peace. Yes. All right, y'all.